You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms. And if you like research like I do, make sure you check out our website at enneagramandmarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, so excited to have you for another episode of the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm so grateful to be joined by Jen Johnson. You know her as Enneagram Jen, and we are so happy she and her husband Rob are on today to talk with us not only about our broad topic of adventuring, but especially about bringing health to your relationship, whether you're adventuring or at home. They have a very exciting health journey to share with us, and they're also going to tell us a little bit about the one-three couple pairing. All of these conversations are so near and dear to my heart, so I can't wait for you to listen, to dive in, and to just join us. I also want to let you guys know that we are so excited to have a rebrand of our Enneagram and Marriage Planner. So if you have the Glow Planner, you know we're right in the middle of it. And right now, if you go to stores like Target, you're going to see that everybody's starting out again with their July planners. So we thought that we would go ahead and also do a new cover that was less cutesy and heartsy and it's more of a fun aesthetic but we also want those who already bought our planner to know that they can get that new cover for free so just let us know if you want the new cover or if you are just in the mood to start this journey with us afresh we're so excited for that and you could even get on our weekly deep dive list so that you could be added to the weekly emails that is a whole other little package you can do but check it all out at enneagramandmarriage.com so that you can be in the know with the weekly emails and or just a new planner so that you can start your relationship time out in such an intentional way And of course, you know, hold it lightly because God has all plans and we do our best. But many times we're like, okay, here's the general just for the week. And then things shift just a little bit. But it's so nice. It has been our number one marriage tool that we've ever done together. And I'm extremely humbled by that because I just didn't expect to grow that much. But I guess when you really put the intent in week after week after week with specific tools, it happens. (laughs) So me, even as the creator, I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this? So Jen's been having that experience too, and we hope it really serves you well. And we want to know if it doesn't too. We are all in for continuing to grow, but I think you're going to like it. So check it out. It's there for you. We're always trying to make things better. Okay. So other than that, I hope that the dads out there had a wonderful Father's Day weekend and Jen and her family are traveling to New York. They know tons of people up there, and so they're having their fun summer adventures. I also have to give a shout out to my hubby because it is our 21st anniversary on June 21st, 2022. So I'm happy for 21, 21. What do we do about this? Last year, we wish it would have been our 21st year anniversary because that would have just been so cool, right? But it's still really cool. And he surprised me with Coldplay tickets this past week. It was Tuesday morning, and I didn't have my phone with me and it was probably going on a good hour, hour and a half of not having my phone and just chatting with my daughter who is not far away in the bedroom. And then Wes 
was trying to get a hold of me via text and she's like, dad's calling. And then he got on the phone and he pretended he was Chris Martin from Coldplay, <laughs> the lead singer. And he's like, I can't wait to see you tonight. Like, I'm not even going to try the British accent. You all know I'm terrible at accents. So I was like, oh my gosh. Like immediately I was just so happy because I definitely wanted to go to the Coldplay concert. But guess what? In my marriage growth, I had realized, you know what? This is a weeknight for this guy. I'm not going to ask him. I know he's working his tail end off every week from Monday through Thursday, long, long hours. And the last thing I'm going to do is ask him to stay up late as a type one and take my butt out to a Coldplay concert knowing that I can work later than him and set my own schedule. So I didn't say much about it, but he knew I wanted to go. And so he was so sweet to get those tickets. He's like, it's our 21st anniversary. Let's do it. So we stayed up late, had a blast, ended up driving out with another six, seven couple who had tickets elsewhere. And we just really had a fun time. So just to encourage you guys, sometimes it's worth it for those extra little pushes. We were both so tired the next day, but we were really happy. And that was just a burst of joy for our marriage. So don't forget, I want to encourage you when you hear Jen and Rob talk, make sure you add these bursts of joy in. And then lastly, before we get started with Jen and Rob, I want to remind you guys of one other marriage tip that they share with us, and that is to be smart in the ways you plan. And one example of that was a woman at the Coldplay concert was like, oh my gosh, you know, I want to tell you, of course, people always want to tell me something wherever they are. And that's just being a counselor. If you're a counselor, coach, teacher out there, you know, this is what you have. So she's like, I need to tell you about my day and who I am when we're in the line for the bathroom. And it was like 120 degrees because it's so hot in Florida this past week. And I'm like, okay, tell me about your life. So she was telling me and then she's like, by the way, we sold our tickets next to us for $1,000. And then the person next to me sold their tickets next to them for an extra $350. So for those kind of big events, like, you know, that one's going to sell out. Like, what a good idea for you to remember if you're like, I'm on a budget that it's just a word to the wise of being smart. And then another thing that Jen and Rob do, and we also do, and we've talked about this as couples, is we try to find deals for credit cards off of websites like the Points Guy and others, where you can really get the most out of your travel with accentuated benefits. Like maybe you get a Marriott card and you get certain number of nights free. Some of them, as you know, are better than others, and that's why you go to websites like the Points Guy. But you also want to make sure that it follows your honesty together, that you don't have any financial infidelity in order to do this, especially if your credit is bad or your spouse says, I know we're not going to pay this back. Like, of course, don't do that. But if you're at that stage of life where you're really going to be responsible with your cards, then having one or two cards is a really great way that you can have adventures and really get the most out of them. But you have to be organized. You have to keep a spreadsheet. I know a lot of you do this already. Of course, let's head in and learn about adventures and especially healthy adventures from Jen and Rob. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to have you on the Enneagram and Marriage podcast today. Hey, Krista. We are so happy to be here. Hi, Krista. Hi. Long time no talk, you guys. It's, it feels very special, though, to do this special couples episode with you. You guys know Jen. And today we get to hear from Rob, too. So hi, Rob. Hi, Krista. It's an honor to be on your podcast, finally. Oh, yay. I'm so glad. And you guys are seriously the cutest couple. And I'm so glad to have you today. Tell us about your one, three glow a little bit. 
So the one three glow is actually a really interesting pairing and I'm learning it's pretty popular actually. And so I'm honored to be a part of it and to share a little bit more because we've definitely learned a lot in our marriage and he can definitely tell you the date we met and the date, all of our dates, he could tell you, I couldn't. So he could probably tell us how, tell you how many days we've been together um, something like that. Yeah. He could tell you all of that, but I can't, but in the 12 plus years we've been together, I will tell you that we've definitely come into our own as a one, three glow. And one of the biggest things I think we've learned is he is an idealistic dreamer. Mm. Rob has these amazing mm. big dreams for our future, which, um, scared me a lot at first. Um, mm. and I've always told him to get out of the clouds and back down to earth because <laughs> I'm a very realistic self-preserving one. And so I wanted to get him back to reality and he's always wanted to let me dream a little bit more. So we are learning to find our middle ground. Mm -hmm. I am supporting his big dreams and loving them. And he is trying to be a lot more realistic with them as well. Mm, I like that. Do you feel that way too, Rob? Like you're noticing you guys come on into the middle with this a bit more after 12 years. Yeah, of course. You know, um, like she said, you know, I am a big dreamer, but, you know, being a three and goal oriented, uh, if I put something in my mind, I'm going to achieve it. I'm going to get it anyhow or figure out how we both could figure it out. It might not be today, but it could be on a three year plan or a five year plan. Mm, I like that. I like how you guys are reminding me that even within the 12 years, you're getting to know each other better to where Jen can start to develop that trust. Like, oh, he is who he says he is. And that is very comforting. I'm sure for you, Jen, to be able to say like, oh, that's a, it's just not something that was within your framework. Right. Exactly. No, he is definitely everything he sets out to do. He achieves and even more. And that's the amazing thing about our story and our journey where he is just always doing more than we kind of anticipate or getting more than we anticipate. And it's just huge blessings, but also there's a lot of trust. And I know that he, he is my safety. He's always provided and made me feel comfortable. And then when jobs have shifted or things have changed, he's always given me a lot of safety and security, which he knows I need as a one, especially in the self-preserving one. That is so cool. I love that. Rob, that's amazing. How have you done that? Is that something you've always just had in you? Is this like, I will survive no matter what kind of mentality? Yeah. I mean, it stems back to geez, getting out of high school and going to fire department. You know, you learn to survive. So I've always added every part of that training for oof, 18 years of my life into just reality. And, you know, everything in the fire department, you know, you, you don't get to see things you only touch or feel or hear. So you lose a sense. So, um, you know, wow. Jen's always, you know, really fond about security and, and stuff like that and having family, family orientation and such. So, yeah. And I think as a heart type, he picks up on that too. So mm. he picks up on what I need really well. And he reads my emotions, which has been a blessing and a curse in our marriage for sure. Because <laughs> when Rob is in a bad mood, I tend to feel that and run. And when I'm in a bad mood, he just runs. And so we have had to learn lately, especially I think within the past year, especially with more Enneagram work, when he's yeah. in a bad mood, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to come give you a hug and that's going to soften him and warm him up a little. And then we can kind of get into our emotions a little bit, which Rob's learning so much more to do. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's something that's difficult for us, for me as a body type and him as a heart type for, I just feel all the emotions in my body and he feels them in his heart. Mm -hmm. And so we have learned about a lot, um, about yes. each other and just being in each other's shoes is huge mm -hmm. 
So knowing his type so well and him knowing my type, um, even though I kind of forced him to learn my type um, and gave him a lot of hints along the way that we were able to just to get along better knowing who each other really is at the core. Hmm. This is our last pairing to talk about with the threes. And I have to be honest, it's the most common one that I've seen. So I'm really happy you guys are giving ones and threes the advice that they have to make sure that they don't both run from the feelings for different reasons. Is that right? Yes. yes. <laughs> we say well, so I'll cute. say why. <laughs> no, you want me to. I knew you were going to say that. Um, yeah, no. So as a three, Rob, I mean, it's just very stereotypical or in general for threes just to um, have trouble accessing their feelings. And so for him, that's just been something that he's had to come to terms with and then to recognize and his self-awareness has gotten so much better in recognizing that. And then he's comfortable if I kind of call him out a little bit, like you're not emotionally present with us today, what's going on and bring him back to us a little bit. And then for me, he knows that I feel things really deeply. So if he's like stressed or tense, he tells me that. And that way I know he needs a little bit of space and he's okay with us both taking the space. Mm-hmm. Um, and that brings us to into conflict, which I want to bring up just because as ones and threes, we can tend, he can tend to be aggressive and I can tend to be compliant when it comes to conflict. I want to solve it right away. And he wants to usually run away from it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes later. So we're learning a really good balance of me giving him a little bit of time um, to process all of it and to let his aggression cool down. And then, um, he's working on coming back and not just staying away forever, but coming back and solving the conflict with me when we're in a better space. Mm -hmm. I love that because that's the heart of the one, three is that the three would sense the one's anger because they're so good with emotions and not want to lose the security. And so run and just try to perform and achieve in order to get the one to like that. And we do these stories in our heads. Like I know exactly why my spouse is doing this. So I'm going to go fix it. And Rob's so good at fixing things. So I would imagine this has been a really, really cool journey to be on where you guys lean in now. Yes. I think there's a lot of leaning in actually. Um, and we had a situation over the weekend, Rob, um, Rob definitely can go to his nine space quite a bit and be, um, people pleasing and, um, just trying to make everyone happy. He has a really, really big heart and he's very social. And so he wants to make a lot of people happy. However, it can come at the expense of himself and taking care of himself. And we had a situation this weekend where he did just that. And I said, no, I said, I am going to be your advocate and I'm going to stand up for you. And I am going to, um, just speak up for you because I know this is not exactly what you want. And mm-hmm. it was really nice. Cause he was really grateful that I did that and, um, and solve the situation. And then he's becoming more aware that he needs to take care of himself as well. And not just take care of everyone else. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Rob, do you feel like that's true? Like, oh my gosh, yes, this is, she's naming what's happening. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes just, you know, all right, you need help or I'll be there. I'll help you. Even though, you know, I have things going on for myself. I'll stop and help somebody else before helping myself. Oh, see people at the point of physical exhaustion, yes. like the point of like burnout, Krista, like it's, it can be bad. 
Well, I mean, this is how my sister is as a three. And for some reason, like some of the personality types get a really bad rap for things. And I think especially us aggressive types, three, sevens and eights. So I love to have threes on the podcast to say like huge heart and also like burning themselves out for others. Does anybody see a theme here? And I love Jen that you're like, I'm learning to look past any critiques and just say, you know what? Like I see his huge heart and I'm going to advocate for him. Does that change it for you? Like, does that take you out of any kind of a critical propensity? Um, I think for what I'm realizing too, is it, our instincts play a huge role in all this. And I think it comes into us, um, since I'm so self-preserving, I'm like, let's take care of ourselves first. And Rob's like, no, let's take Mm -hmm. care of the social. Let's take care of the collective, the bigger group, the social, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. And so we're kind (laughs) of finding that balance too. And I think that's helping Mm -hmm. a lot because I want to advocate for him to take care of himself. And it's funny because in turn, he wants to push me to be more social and to get out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. that has been an area where I just really kind of made myself super comfortable mm-hmm. for since having kids and being married and all that. I'm like, I could stay home and work from home in a really comfortable place all the time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, Jen, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And so he pushes mm-hmm. me out of my comfort zone and it's actually led me to some beautiful places. Mm, I love that. So you guys, it's not always just the one, three dynamic going on. It's really that instinctive. And and Rob, do you love that social and just feel like there's such a place and a need for that? I would imagine your firefighting days, like you just have this part of you. That's like, we have to help everybody. Yeah. You know, um, just, mm. uh, way I was raised and so on and, and, mm. you know, the values and ethics with, with growing up in your family and stuff like that from an Irish Italian family. Um, yeah, you know, you just, you go back to those roots and that's something I think society doesn't talk about a lot more either these days is, you know, back to your roots, where you come from and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, His family culture was big on socializing and also yeah. the way he grew up too. He grew up in a suburb in long Island mm-hmm. and, and friends, yeah. you know, played sports all the time. You know, I mean, back mm-hmm. in the day, you, you go in the middle of the street and you play kickball, stickball, yes, stickball. Yes. and then, you know, when the lights start flickering on the light uh, on mm-hmm. one of the houses and you'll hear somebody yell, Rob, your mom, put you home. <laughs> you know, it was before cell phones and beepers and yep. there was cords on cell on phones. So <laughs> I know. Sorry. But it's just the truth. You know, like you don't have that these days. It's like, you know, Christy, you'll just text one of your friends, uh, one of mm-hmm. your kids, friends. Oh, let's tell them to come home now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It has brought us all as a culture into the more self-preserving, especially after COVID. So I think we need pioneers to realize this is maybe even the most noble of the instincts, the social. Um, I also think that there's, like you said, you hit it right on the head that historically we get this from our families or people who raised us. Um, And sometimes it's like, we want to do opposite of them, but a lot of times it's we kind of just follow after them. Even if at the early stage of marriage, we kind of said, eh, my family does this meh. And then as we start to develop patterns, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm the same way. So I like that you guys picked somebody who has a bit of a a balancing act for you, because I guess we're all agreeing that like Jen's part was needed for Rob too, to pull you in a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, when we first met, Rob lived in Long Beach, Long Island and was very social, worked in a, had a full-time job, but also like worked in a nightclub and like was a firefighter and was out all the time. And he was kind of like getting done with that life and he wanted to settle down and be a little bit more calm. And I think I brought that in 
um, for him. And we were very social in those years too, especially before having kids where we went out and we just really enjoyed being a part of things. Um, and now I think we found a good balance to where when we use our glow planner every week, we're able to look at it and say, okay, we have, you know, two birthday parties this weekend and a church function. That's enough social for Jen. And Rob can say, if he wants more, he can stay later. He can drive separate. Like we can, he can go out with his guy friends, whatever, but that's enough for me. And then I'm like, okay, how do we bring in some self-care time for you? And that's what the planner helps us with too, is to help mm. us find that balance. Cause otherwise it can go way too far in one direction. Yep. It really can. Rob, is that scary when she brings that in? I mean, for me, it's scary when Wes brings in a lot of social, it's like a little more sometimes than I can handle, but I also appreciate it when I take that deep breath. How does that feel for you when she's like, come on in and take care of you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love when she takes care of me. <laughs> no, but when you have to take care of yourself, oh, I take care of myself. Oh, like, yeah. That's so yeah, I mean that's a hard one for me taking care of myself. But yeah. I, I've been trying to do like little baby steps along the way, like you know, waking up early in the morning before the kids get up, and I'll you know make a cup of coffee. I mean, the dog mm-hmm. go outside, but then I'll sit in the hot tub for thirty minutes or something like that. That's, you know, trying to relax because, I mean, during the week I'm go, go, go and now traveling a lot and mm-hmm. having three businesses is a, a huge demand. But, um, yeah, I'm learning. Like uh, my, my self-care we used to be when we had a little beach trailer and going there and sitting on a beach. Mm-hmm. That was my – that's my little zen. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's really cool that you're still doing that in the hot tub. You guys have a beautiful home. So you're able to really say like, this is my oasis before the track gets running, the train gets running on the track. I'm going to take a little time for me, but love the reality check here for everyone listening. These things come in baby steps, right guys? Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. It definitely is baby steps. And I think there's also times where Rob will say like, I am burnout. Like I didn't take care of myself yeah. at all this week. And like, yeah. I mean, last week he had a huge, big week of travel and just maintaining all the businesses and doing all the stuff. And he was exhausted this weekend. And, but we did actually find time that he could rest and kind of hopefully rejuvenate before he leaves again in a few hours. And, um, I think that's the thing is just getting back to the balance and then getting, getting back to like ground zero, I guess I would say like, okay, we need to do a, a meet our a, a weekly meeting. We do like a once a week meeting and sometimes it is coffee in the hot tub together on Saturday mornings with our planner afterwards. Mm-hmm. And we just look at that. Like, how is it going? What are we, where's our successes? Where's our challenges and how can we best address them in this upcoming week? Mm. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. And I love how you're bringing fun into it so that we had to learn that too on date nights. It's like, at first you kind of say, well, we'll just sit with the planner, but then we realize we're people and we need to like relax while we're doing this hard work. So that's a really great idea for listeners. When you're having your marriage talks, do something fun. And that brings us to adventures and hearing a little bit more about your love story. So tell us a little bit about, uh, some of your adventure highs and lows. Oh, adventures. We know Krista, we've been together for 12 years, we've had yes. a lot of amazing and crazy adventures in our day. Oh, um, awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, we do have to start with the first trip. So Rob and I met in February. <laughs> um, I was his waitress at a restaurant, which we've already told this story, so we don't need to go into yep. it. But um, we were friends for a bit and then we dated and he asked me if I wanted to go so out. The most amazing, magical 
place in the world called Sedona, Arizona. Oh, and yes. she's like, no, I've never been there. I'm like, okay, we're going to fly into Phoenix. We're going to have a great time, spend a night there, go to Sedona. And then from there, we'll just wing the rest of our vacation there. She's like, oh my God, being a one, like, really? We're going to wing it? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, Sedona is an amazing place. So we yeah. get up to Sedona late at night. So she couldn't see any of the amazing red rocks and the formations mm-hmm. and so on. Because on the way up, we hit these cool little towns. And we're in Sedona, open up the blinds at six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, all right, you ready to see the most amazing, beautiful place? And then she just stood there just like, wow. In awe. And then let's go for a hike, which that was now our, like our third hike in two days and 130 (laughs) in Arizona, but it's dry. And, you know, we go hike, stuff like that. We did a kayaking down the Verde river, which was really a great little trip. And then, you know, walking through town and we just met some other couples from, all around the world, Canada and so on and, and this and that. And then our trip in our, uh, Sedona was coming to an end. So I was like, all right, where do we go next? You know, we found a cool venture to go to the Grand Canyon, but on an old uh, train. And oh, they do like the, the train robberies and stuff like that. And we get to the Grand Canyon and on a Tuesday afternoon, again, a hundred and something degrees, we decide to, hey, let's just walk the whole 10 mile rim. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> 10 miles, Ten miles. the one, one section of the road in flip-flops. Uh, no, sure. I've What's... been there and I cannot even imagine doing that in flip-flops. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We conquered that one. <laughs> Let's just say this too, Krista. So, and I want to tell all type ones out there um, when you're on vacation, go to your seven space. Cause it's so yes. much fun. And when I'm on vacation, I'm like, yeah. I'm spontaneous. I, I literally can go with the flow and be fun and relax and not worry about plans or shoes or all the things that we should have um, and just enjoy it. It's so fun. But when we were walking along the Grand Canyon, um, Rob is such a good spirit because it was so hot. Like it was a hundred and like, it was like, I like 120 degrees yeah. legit. Yeah. It was and August. It was. Yeah. And it was so hot. And I'm like, as a body type, I like for some reason, it. I don't know all body types. Like I love the heat or I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Rob's like dripping sweat <laughs> and he's like been with me for what, six months at this point. Like, so yeah. and he's like, just like, I'm going to do anything to please you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and he's just going along with all of my crazy, oh, crazy schemes. But the best part was we were able to rent a cabin at the Grand Canyon and it was like right on the rim. Yeah. And we had planned, um, uh, so the, the night before we were able to watch the sunset, the which most amazing sunset I've ever seen on this little, little, little rock that we had to jump out onto really the edge of, yeah. you know, the grand Canyon. We just sat there after dinner and, you know, that, that was the moment she's sitting in my arms, just sitting on this rock with this ledge, you know, thousands and thousands of feet right next to the right in front, uh, right, left in front of us. And, yeah. and that's kind of like the moment I knew, like, okay, this is the woman I'm going to marry. And the ironic thing was I felt the exact same way as we watched all the colors in the sky. And then in our wedding vows, we said the same exact exact same thing and had no idea. No way. What? Well, yeah. we literally said that yeah. when I fell in love with you at the Grand Canyon, watching and the sunset. And then we just started Canyon. bursting out laughing in our wedding. <laughs> What's going on here? We're both going to say that. That's amazing. I love that. That is shocking. And I've never heard that before. I just love that. And I love how you integrated in like 
some of it was disastrous, but because like, I mean, some of the little parts of things you could, Oh, we got the wrong shoes. We forgot this or that. When you're really letting go on a vacation, you're reminding everybody listening, like have fun. Like it's vacation. It's not going to be perfect and that's okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you look at another point of view as a, uh, you know, a three looking at a one, you know, Mm -hmm. ones sometimes like things a little bit more safer. Right. And me being the three and, you know, the, the fireman and stuff, I'm like, hey, let's just, yeah, let's go bungee jumping and let's go do this and let's go do that. And, <laughs> Wait, and we went up to, we went up to uh, Lake George, upstate mm-hmm. New York, and yeah. did, uh, I convinced Jen to do a zip lining or a, a, a zip, lining. zip lining, a treetop course. But and this it was like- the hardest one in the United States. And, you know, there's what, 13 different levels or something. We got to the very, very last level and it was like two more things you had to do. And then you were done. You completed the whole course. And Jen, we had to walk, you had to kind of jump onto each different kind of wood plank. Upper body strength. Oh, yeah. Let's just say I'm in my 20s. I was in great shape, but upper body strength for a woman is but pretty hard. We're on mm-hmm. section number 13 at the end, yeah. and you're tired already because like you have to go up things. Yeah, you're on your you're belts for an hours. And Jen had like one step to go to go to the main platform to zip line down, and she just like couldn't move. I froze. And I'm I'm on the other platform waiting for her to go through. And the the guys down below are like, Oh, are you okay? We'll come help and rescue you. And then Jen's just like, I'm like, Jen, are you okay? She's like, Uh, 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 and then I literally just run through the whole course, (laughs) pick it, just kind of picked her up and threw her onto the thing. And then this, well, you encouraged me to get to the (laughs) thing too. He was like, like really no, 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 we're not. You, you got one thing like, to do. That's it. We're done. Because otherwise, it's like giving up, and they, they like, <laughs> they, they bring you down. They, they bring you they down. Lower you down. I'm like, like, no, you're, you're not doing it. This. He's always been my encouragement, my supporter in that respect to get out of my comfort zone and to do something that I don't think I can do. That is beautiful. Just I was closing my eyes, just image imagining with you guys that moment of him coming like no she can do it she doesn't realize it but she can and that is so beautiful so you guys got to finish strong and feel like you even got through something really mentally grueling it sounds like mentally physically Physically. emotionally (laughs) and that to tell you the truth that is what rob has always done for me too when we go through really hard things he is he's a rock like Mm. we have twins and they were preemies they were born Mm -hmm. seven weeks early Mm. and it was emergency and it was like a really scary time but through the whole thing rob was always like such a rock because i was just terrified absolutely terrified and like everything that could go wrong i thought went wrong and he was the one who was always just like, no, like, it's going to be okay. Like, and we're going to get through this and just such a strong supporter in all the things that we do. It's amazing. And you have the girls are so strong now there's on the swim team oh, yeah. along with your son. I mean, look, it was okay. And Rob, that's so beautiful. And you have, it sounds like you said your family history and you guys have a faith together and you just knew it would be okay. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. And you guys are just reminding everyone listening that when we talk to people at the end of their lives, Jen and I have explored this via research. I've been interviewing clients about this and they say that these adventures are the things they remember when their bodies aren't moving anymore, you guys. So this is really special that you're saying like, please like, you know, make sure you challenge yourselves adequately that you don't let the little things stop you. And do you have any other, um, I want to ask you a little bit about health and adventures too, because you've already shared a bit of that with like, Hey, we walked for a long time. And yet before that, is there any other 
memory that stands out or reminder for people about their adventures? Because I know you're so good at them. Well, one thing I do want to say is Rob's always good about having an adventure planned. Mm -hmm. And so I always appreciate that about him. And sometimes I'm like, oh, not again with the Caribbean, which sounds kind of bratty to say, but like he loves the Caribbean and I actually want to like a little more culture and exploration. So we're, we're talking about how to combine those two now as the kids are a bit older, Mm. but he always insists whenever we're on a vacation to either book the next one or have something like in place already. Yeah. Even Mm. if it's just like booking a hotel or airline that can still be canceled, but like knowing something else is on the horizon so that you don't get home from your trip and you're kind of like let down, but you know, like, okay, in six months or a year, we're going here. Mm. Um, And so that is one thing I appreciate about, about his sense of adventure is having something else. And then me having the time to plan and prepare for it. Like, okay, you want to go here in six months. Okay. Here's the things I need to mentally do or get for the kids or whatever. It gives Mm -hmm. me a lot of planning time. But it also gives you, you know, you get home from a vacation and it's just like you're running around. Oh my God, I have to do this. I have to do that. Mm -hmm. If you could just sit down in your last day, just be amazed where you are Mm -hmm. and who you're with. Mm-hmm. enjoy those last moments. And then you can be like, Oh, okay, well, Hey, this is what we should do next time. And then you're setting a goal to achieve. Mm-hmm. So I, Jen said, like we were in Jamaica, it was just me and her with no kids. And the last day we booked to go back to St. We to Jamaica because we want the kids to experience an amazing thing. Like what we just did. So we booked one hotel room for a couple of days, even though we changed the whole thing around, but at least we did it and we secured it. So we made sure we go back. Oh my gosh, you guys just said a lot there that people who can't shift need to hear that you just got it in place. Even though the little details may change later, you're really committing to more. We've talked about the social and the self-preserving, but I see the one and one there too of really preserving the marriage. Like we're not going to leave this trip with just this random, like, ah, that was great. Love that it happened by chance. Hope that happens again. (laughs) You're like, it's going to happen again because we're intentional in our marriage and our family. And I actually see a thread of self-care there for Rob too, saying like, if I'm running hard on my goals, I A, want to enjoy my vacation while I'm on it. And B, I want to know there's another one around the bend. So, and that's so fun. So you guys have really been all over. What are one of the adventures you want to do soon together? Mm. Well, to be honest, I, so right before we met, I went to Costa Rica with a, with a best friend of mine. And I went on a lot of adventures there, like crazy zip lining adventures, waterfall repelling, whitewater rafting. I mean, just a lot of adventures, which I don't know, physically I could do some of those things anymore. I would love to try, but I want to start being able to do that with our kids. Um, they're eight, eight and six. And so I think they're getting to be able to do some of those activities. So we're talking a little bit about that. Um, Mm. Rob also now is a partner in a German company. So we're talking about Europe possibly in the next year or so. Um, And then I really want to explore more of the U.S., like the national parks in the U.S. So we're talking a little bit about that. We have so many ideas that sometimes it's narrowing them down is difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mm. I know he has a Caribbean trip already planned for us for the fall. Hopefully a corporate retreat in the Dominican Republic. Oh, wow. That He's is... making it a corporate retreat. He's saying that because it's basically an excuse for him to have a vacation and invite his German partners. <laughs> With their families. And then we all sit down and come together. But again, it's the time where you turn the phone off, you turn the computer off, and you just enjoy one another. Mm. And I think that guys really need guys like that. Like he pulls other guys in to do good family things is what I'm hearing. And that is something that not a lot of men have the gift for, and that's okay. Cause they have other gifts, but we need people like that to say, 
let's get together and enjoy our families. Like this was our goal and let's make it happen versus taking all of our trips solo. Um, so I love hearing that. And also Jen, I love that you're leaning in and saying, here's some of my hopes and dreams too, which I've been learning on other podcasts from guests that are with ones to say, to even just hear people say, it's nice to let ones not just be compliant, but to say some of their dreams too. Yes. Yeah. And he's really good at listening to my dreams. And then he actually usually pushes them to make them happen more than I do. Oh yeah. Like Krista, how do you think she found you? Oh, that's amazing. You were the one she was telling me that the other day. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. I mean, I like had a feeling I should send you, um, a, you know, a message because I was just enjoying your podcast and Rob was, we were driving somewhere. And- like just, just email her, just go for like, what's the lose? And I'm like, you might not reply to you, but she might- you can do that. You can just like email people and that's like safe. And he really pushed me to do it. And I was like, wow. And then to now be a, you know, your assistant and a coach on your team is all because like Rob really gave me the nudge, which is honestly what he's done in so many ways. Like, even moving to North Carolina, I had the idea to move us from Pennsylvania to North Carolina, but he was the one that like really nudged it. Like, Here's a map. Can't okay, move back like, to New York or California or Florida, but hey, you can move anywhere else. And we picked a town on a map. That was yep. a, probably one of our biggest adventures, really. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's just so many pieces here of just such a beautiful tapestry and that whole six or seven degrees of separation of just when we lean in with our gifts, like, look what can happen. You guys, like, you know, we've made bigger things happen together and it's just a testimony of, I believe the dreams God put in all of our hearts. And I love that. And I also want to hear from you guys about the ways that you guys maintain your health. Cause that's such a part of good family, just because we get more longevity together. Um, and we just really feel better when we're not completely like, okay, we totally indulged and we didn't have any balance. Like how do you guys keep health in? Cause I know you're a health coach, Jen. Well, that says it right out right there, Krista. Okay. She's a health coach and she, I mean, what was it? 20, what were you? We're in 2022 now. Yeah. So 2021, you know, she helped me realize that, Hey Rob, you need to change because you're no, stressed. Let's you're working for a minute, babe. Let's <laughs> back up for a minute. So when we first got together, I was definitely already on my health journey yeah. and he was like, not at all. Mm-hmm. And I encouraged him. I, you know, like I tried every tactic just to get him and Rob really was always in a fairly healthy space, but he just wasn't taking care of himself eating well or like exercising. And I've always tried to encourage him, do it with him. And he never really fully jumped on the bandwagon until I think it was like a year or two ago when he was like, you know what? I think I want to get in better shape. And I was like, wow. Okay. Cause I kind of, kind of had stopped, you know, I was encouraging, but not pushing. And so I got him to try keto and he really, really loved the keto lifestyle. And of course, as a man dropped 20 pounds in five minutes, which was so frustrating as a woman, but either way, it was very successful for him. And um, I think it was great because he really was able to learn about, you know, a keto lifestyle and intermittent fasting and, you know, the, the quality of sleep was huge mm-hmm. that you learned and um, just to learn about better balance. And then for him, it's just dealing with the stress of his job and finding those times to relax on the weekends. Yeah. Wow. That is interesting. So really you didn't push too hard to force him, which I love hearing too, because you were like, well, no, let's be honest. I did force for a lot of years and it yeah, didn't but work. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. well, Chris, it was, it was, it, 
I knew it was time for me. Like mm. I needed to make a change because he had you know, to be ready. I was doing an average of 130 flights a year mm. and over you know 100 something nights or almost 200 nights a year in a hotel mm. and you're eating out and it's just like oh my gosh and it literally got like sick of it at all and that's mm-hmm. why I said I'm like we I got to make a change and how do I do and she just guided me through it slowly so for other listeners out there and you're trying to touch your husband just do it slowly mm-hmm. uh, that's key and wait till they're ready too because yes. that was the other component too there was so that's many years where thing. I tried to get Rob to exercise exercise is not his thing it's my thing as a body type his was more about the nutrition component yep. and also not pushing it and not guilt tripping him I, there were times where I have to admit like I probably made him feel guilty about eating something or <laughs> drinking too many beers or something mm-hmm. watching a football game and it didn't work and if, if anything it drove a wedge between us and pushed us farther apart so it was learning from that and being like, okay. And it kind of like me throwing in a towel as a one being like, okay, just throw in the towel. And then he came around. That's, I love how you said that as a one, because the ones can be prone to black and white thinking. And so yes. if somebody says like, I don't want that tip, they're like, never mind. I'll give you nothing. <laughs> right. Wes does that to me too. And then I'm like, but wait, your ideas are so good. <laughs> so, so I like that you took them Rob, but it had to be when you were ready because we want to accept influence from our spouses. When we sense, of course we have to sense no ulterior motives and we don't when it comes to health, but as Rob really echoed. It has to be our timing and it, you know, sometimes it's a pain point for us too. And then you also really reminded us that when it comes to following through with a lot of guys, it's and Johnny said this a couple episodes ago too, you have to remember the brain structure is a bit different. So to take it in a different format means don't overdo on 20 things verbally, but really take it slow. Right. Yep. Yeah, completely. And I would say too, when it comes to health in general, um, you really need to take like a bio-individual approach. Each person is so different and what works with one person is not going to work for another. Mm -hmm. And so it was me just making a couple suggestions and being like, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how successful do you think this would be for you? And it was introducing things slowly that he felt comfortable with. And then now he does many of the same things still today. I mean, he's still intermittent fast most days for and it has a very small eating window. And like, he's very good about reducing his carbs. And then when he just a couple of weeks ago, he's like, I think I've been overdoing it on the carb. Let me cut back a little bit. And like, he'll probably drop five pounds tomorrow because of it. Like, <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And I know that our people want to also, they're benefiting from you with marriage coaching, Jen, but they want to know how they can get in touch with you for health coaching. And I know how awesome it is. I just love that you, you know, how I like love to nerd out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you trained with, you know, under Dr. Mark Hyman and just others who are so gifted and tell us a little bit about just how our listeners can get in touch with you. And we'll put it in the show notes too. Yeah. So I have my own health coaching practice. It's called Jen Johnson health coaching, Jen with two N's. And so over there, you can check out my website and you can see um, some of the things that I believe in. Like I said, a really bio-individual approach and just working with each one of my clients on their specific needs. And I think a huge factor is the accountability piece. So I like to, you know, have sessions with my clients and come up with individualized plan, exercise plans, nutrition plans, but also, you know, providing accountability, checking in, texting, like voice memos or emails of like, how is this going? What is working? What is not working? Let's tweak, let's adjust. And I think that's the key to really finding success because my goal is not to help you, you know, lose weight or find a temporary fix, but to just change the component that 
is not working for you in a lifelong way. So I want you to lose the weight for good, or I want you to fix that habit. So it works for you in the future for good, like a long-term approach. Mm-hmm. And I see how patient you are too, with people that you want to help them as quickly as possible, but you're also aware. And you and Rob are a great testimony of that when it's their timing, they're going to really make beautiful shifts. So I know a lot of people are going to be contacting you saying like, it's my timing. I want it now. So I'm very excited for you guys. Oh, thank you. Yes. And thank you today for sharing about your adventures. And Rob also like, do you feel a lot better ever since you've been on the health journey as far as just all you have to do and how you can achieve it? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the health and then there's the Enneagram, which again, um, has in general attested us like, you know, as a three, you know, you don't know how to deal with your emotions as well or, and, and such like that. And this has helped me greatly in our marriage and my personal, uh, self-care and my personal business goals too, of mm-hmm. understanding my emotions too. So, yeah. And one go. thing I will also say to people out there, if your spouse is not too interested in the Enneagram, don't worry about that and don't push it on them or force them to be into it. Rob wasn't very interested in the beginning. And I think, and he even made comments too, like, don't use your Enneagram talk or like, don't don't label me as a three or like this or that. And I was like, you know what? I can still use some of the ideas, just not necessarily the language. Mm -hmm. And that can help your spouse to come around a little bit too. But I think it's also watching. I think you watched my growth a lot as, and notice like, cause I struggled a lot more with perfectionism and I mean, I still struggle with perfectionism, but it used to be a lot worse. Mm -hmm. And I think him noticing that I was trying to work on my vices and my struggles made him encouraged him that he maybe could work on some of his own. And then also just the benefit to our marriage in general of like, okay, him understanding that I'm a one really changed a lot of things. Like it did me understanding that he's a three. And I just remember the one time where you were like, well, I know it's because you're a one. And that was like the first time he like acknowledged the Enneagram. And I was like, Oh, it's working. (laughs) (laughs) But I I mean, I mean, the way she, way she, you know, I was on one date night where I cooked a nice dinner or something. We had Uh no kids in the house. I'm like, Oh, she's like, Oh, I want you to read this. I'm like, okay. What's these like six pages. And she's like, just read it. I'm like, okay, I'll read it. And I'm like, Oh, what the heck? How does this thing go? That's me. What What did you do? And it was, it was fun. You know what I mean? So have fun things like that. You know, I I can, the biggest thing I could say to any other couples out there being a one and three, have your date nights Mm -hmm. and make them fun. And, you know, you could throw in a couple of tidbits about the Enneagram and if like, you know, your husband's really not excited. What was the page that you had me read? So it, it was the glow guide, Chris. So the one, oh. three glow guide, mm-hmm. um, your glow guide on your website is just it, so spot on. And then I literally had him read a paragraph and he was like, how does she know me? <laughs> and that was when we had first kind of met you, Krista. So it was just funny because actually you hadn't met Rob yet. That was before that. And it was just like, wow, she really, she really hit it. And I think that that helped him to kind of come around too, is just maybe giving your spouse little bits and that you think might be spot on so that they're kind of more open and receptive. Yeah. Wow. That is just so cool to hear. I love how we reached across the world together and how we're still doing that together all right now. Um, this is so cool. And thank you because this is, like I said, a very near and dear pairing to my heart. Um, they all are, but this one just, it gets really busy. And so I'm really like, as a, like an anxiety type, it's just like, 
comforts my heart to hear people using the tools because it's literally life-changing and legacy changing. So thank you guys for doing your work. You're shining so brightly out there. And thank you for giving us the tools too. Yes. I think a lot of it is us not realizing that me being a very productive one and him being a, you know, achieving three that we can get stuck in like work mode all the time. What can we get done? What can we improve? What can we do better? uh, All the time. It's like, no, stop. Have fun. Relax. Enjoy each other. Enjoy our family. We've been enjoying our family and our kids so much lately. Sundays are probably the best day. Wake up. Jen goes for a run. I'm in a hot Mm -hmm. tub. She comes back outside with her cup of coffee and Mm -hmm. sit in the hot tub. And then our kids are just now it's 730 and the kids are in a hot tub. It's like, okay, let's get out. We got to go to church at 9 o'clock. Church and then, you know, do a chore, come home. And it's just like, all right, it's pool time. Let's just have fun. Put the phones away. Put some music on outside. Mm-hmm. And we whoever, love people over and whoever comes over, comes over and just have fun. So making sure that you have that day for yes. you and your whole family and your little social, if you need mm-hmm. some social events, um, tie it into a Sunday because it, have to. it can be, it can be, it can any, be day, any day. But, and for us, it was like yeah. the, the concept of starting to honor the Sabbath yeah. was helpful for us structurally as a one and a three to be like, okay, we should do this. It's the right thing. Jen, yes. as a one. <laughs> yeah. But then over time, it just became more like, no, that's our day as a family and mm-hmm. for God, but also as a family and for other people. Mm-hmm. And we just, we treasure our Sundays. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's ongoing work for everybody listening. Just you still have tendencies as a couple, like we're always going to lean this way, that way. But what I love hearing you guys say is we keep rolling to the middle and I'm just so glad. So thank you guys again. And we'll put your website in the show notes and you guys know you can reach out to Jen for coaching and you can grab the planner. We have a revitalized planner for you with our new updates. So Rob, thank you so much too. I hope this was revitalizing for you as you head out into the rest of your work and you too, Jen. This was great, Krista. Thank you. Thank you guys. I'm so glad we finally got to do this. Thank you. It's been a long (laughs) time coming. Yes, it has. Thank you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It was so much fun to chat with Jen and Rob. You can see why they're so good together, why she is an awesome coach, and she even has her own health coaching biz. I'm so glad she is sharing about that, and we have that up in the show notes for you along with the planner. You guys have a wonderful week as you continue on being creative and smart with your adventures and hopefully inviting some health in too so that you can just have that best prospect for a long and happy life together. Next week, we're going to be hearing from the number one marriage podcasters, One Extraordinary Marriage. So excited you guys will get to hear them. Stick around with us and also for the Type 5 Marriage Short episode this week. And if you're listening to our subscriber series, you know we're in the middle of a conflict series. Okay, talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcast or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show as well as EnneagramInMarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.